Welcome to the Long Hollow Group Leader Podcast. We believe that life change happens best in circles, not rows. And so whether we're talking about your life group, your D group, or your family, this resource exists to help you make disciples that make disciples. We are excited about this episode today, not just because the content's really good, but Mike and I said beforehand, this was going to be a perfect run. This is, we weren't going to have any mistakes. I don't know if you know this, but there's actually a lot of mistakes that happen that Hamilton uh, edits out for us. So you miss them. Maybe, maybe we'll do a blooper uh, episode at one point, Mike. Yes. And you had to mess it up and say, we're going to do this one. Perfect. This is going to be the hardest one yet. That's right. That's right. So we jokingly said we're going to have a perfect run. Funny story. This is the second attempt at the intro. I failed in the first three seconds. And so we're going for second take wonders. That's, that's what we're going for today. Uh, so no, we joke, but, uh, this is actually, this is going to be an episode that, uh, really excited about, uh, the topic today is, am I ready to lead a D group? It's a question, maybe not those exact words, Mike, but uh, like, it's a question that I get often. It's a conversation that I have often with people. Um, and, and so I'm excited to kind of unpack that. We're going to talk a little bit about, um, you know, whether you are in a group currently, and you're thinking about stepping out of that group, multiplying out and leading your own, or if you're just an individual who's not in a group and you want to lead one, you're thinking about starting a D group, we're going to really kind of unpack because there's a lot of emotions and kind of hesitancies, fears, there's legit concerns, there's things that that are really just kind of fear and shame. We're going to really unpack all that. So it's going to be a good conversation. I would say uh, if you are multiplying from an existing group, this hopefully is going to go hand in hand with the multiply guide that you're already using in your uh, pre-existing group. And so that resource is going to be in the show notes as well. And so let's start though with that person who is currently a D group member, Mike. Uh, So they're in a group, they've been meeting for 12 to 18 months. They're, you know, a few months out from multiplying and the leader brings up really let's be honest it's the dreaded conversation for most people <laughs> like you know yeah. like as the digger guy i don't think i'm supposed to admit to that but like when the leader comes in and says all right guys i love you guys this is awesome but we need to talk about breaking up the party you know like <laughs> yeah. it's it, it's awful and by the way this is multiply not split not divide <laughs> not divorce Those you are know all like, bad things we don't we want to use exactly. positive language yes Positive language, right? You know, you should multiply, give some vision behind it. If not, it, it, it's it, you're doomed from the start. So anyway, we get going with this. The the leader brings that up in their group. The emotion that a lot of people feel is they feel sad. That it, that's kind of the initial feeling. It's the initial feeling I feel as the leader when I bring it up for the fourth group that I'm doing this with. Yeah. You know, so if it's a member first time, it's definitely true. So what would you say to that person who is is considering leaving their group, multiplying out and starting their one, and they're dealing with some of that sadness? I think it's important that as the leader, one, you understand that it's there, right? We can't just ignore the fact that uh, people are going to be, I don't know if I'd use the word upset, but, you know, there is going to be some sadness, some emotion involved because, if the group has gone the way it's supposed to, uh, they should be sad. <laughs> the group yeah. uh, is 
you know, in their mind ending, but it's not ending. Uh, so it's where we have to help them uh, keep a right perspective on what is happening, right? So, and let's if, be honest: if if it's if they're not sad, then we don't know if we want that group to reproduce, right? <laughs> if you're like yeah. ready to get gone and you're using multiply <laughs> as a way to get away from people, that's a whole nother podcast. <laughs> yes, if you're multiplying because you're sick of these guys and you cannot wait to stop meeting with them. We probably need to have a different conversation because the group has gone horribly wrong at some point. So um, it's important for us to help them maintain a right perspective for what is going on. Because just like you said before, you know, ending, splitting, dividing, all of these things are very, they have a very negative context in the church world, right? Because if a church ends or splits or divides, these are very negative things, but if we look at this as our group is not ending, it's growing. Uh, our group yeah. is not splitting, it's multiplying. Uh, that's where we start to help our people see this from a different angle, right? So, yeah. yes, it's sad that we're not going to be meeting on you know Thursday mornings at wherever it is you're gonna you are meeting. Um, but the positive is is this group is broadening its impact for the kingdom. So it's not just us anymore. We're stepping out of community to help other people find it that don't have it. So we've been benefiting from this for the last 12 to 18 months. It's time to help other people that don't have a spot have a spot, right? So we want to bring more people in, disciple more people, have more people becoming disciple makers so that we start to experience this exponential growth for the kingdom uh, and we start having this long-lasting impact where, you know, 10 years down the road, when we stick with this, we can see just hundreds of people that that first group was responsible for impacting because it started there. Just like it started with the disciples for us. Yeah. You know, aren't yeah. we glad? You know, it's the ultimate Jesus juke. We love to use it. That's true. <laughs> but aren't This we... is really good. This is the drop mic. This is like when people say, what if I, why would we break up a good thing? Yeah. Like why, if everything's going great. Why would we break it up? This is the ultimate drop mic comment. Go ahead, Mike. Because the us. disciples did it. Where would we be if the disciples said, <laughs> so good. why break up a good thing? We've got, you oh, know, we are so strong. Good. We love each other. We got a good thing going here. Why in the world? would we branch out and invite new people in and multiply out? So we yeah. do it because we are a product of multiplication. If the disciples had not done it, if the people between the disciples and us had not done it, we would not be here, right? So yeah. we have to do it so that we continue on for the future generations that need to benefit from us carrying that torch or passing that baton is a thing that we like to do whenever we're yeah. we're sending groups out we give them a baton right so we're passing that baton on so that they can go on and continue the work that's so, so good you said this uh this comment before it often what prevents people from multiplying is not a theological uh barrier but an emotional barrier yeah. you said that in a conversation i really liked it um you know and i think it, that really is true. It's okay to be sad, you know, and, 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 and often what prevents us is not that we're sent people and the theology of going to make disciples, but it is that emotional barrier. It's, it's, it's hard to get over, but I really, as you were saying, there's people in our life that aren't experiencing the blessings that we are. And my challenge to people would be, you know, Hey, like, oft, like I think there's sometimes in our life, there's things that are really good that God's blessing 
and he wants to call us into something greater. Um, and we've got to be okay with letting go of what was good for what's better and, and taking that step of obedience, going out in faith. And I think a lot, and that's kind of what you were saying when you speak, think to the impact, what it's hard to think that anything could be better than the last 12 months. But what the Lord shows us is, man, he's got something prepared for us. that's going to be far greater than this 12 months, but we've got to take that step of faith. And so I, I just, yeah, again, the theological versus emotional barrier that you mentioned last time we talked, I thought was so good. Yeah. So Vic, let me ask you a question. So I am, I'm considering doing it. I'm in your group. I feel like, man, this is, this is something I feel like the Lord's leading me to do. What are some of the lies that are going through my head at this point? Yeah, that's really good. I, and, and, and you may be at this place as you're listening to this uh, and you're thinking about stepping out and doing it. You know, I think there's a lot of thoughts that run through our heads when they say, man, am I ready to lead a group? Uh, a lot of like some of the ones D groups uh, that you may be thinking, man, to lead a D group, I got to know everything about the Bible or to lead a D group. I, I, I can't have any ongoing struggles, you know, that sin issue. Like I've gone, you know, man, an accountability over the last year, probably once a month, I bring up the same issue. Like, yeah. I just can't get over that. No D group leader should be having these struggles. You mean, you, you know, have struggles? Man, I don't, I don't, exactly. I didn't have any struggles. <laughs> and also I thought I did know everything, everything about the Bible. That's not the case. Yeah, that's right. That's right. And, and, and you may be, I think that is tricky though. A yeah. lot of times you look, you say, man, that person in my group that is going to step out and lead a group, their hear journals are so much deeper than mine. I, I can't lead a group like that person. Yeah. And the truth is you can't lead that group like that person, but you're not called to, you're called to lead it like you are. You may be better at scripture memory, or you may be better at being really honest and transparent and relational. You may really have an emphasis on prayer um, you know, or you may just kind of struggle through the disciplines, but you're committed to growing. And that's an amazing model for the people that are going to follow you. Yeah. Absolutely. You know, the, I, I think you're, you can't compare to the people in your group that know more about the Bible or the people who don't have the struggles, you know, some other lies that you may think through are man, D group leaders always do their disciplines, man. I'm not perfect at those disciplines. I, I don't bring a, my scripture memory probably, but twice a month, man, how could I ever lead a group? And then, you know, our man, D group leaders are experienced. I can't lead a group. I can't facilitate a discussion like my D group leader did. Yeah, absolutely. I think and I something think, good that something really important to understand about that specifically is understanding that the three or the four or however many people are in my D, are going to be in my future D group. I'm the one that's called to lead those people, not the person that has been leading me. Uh, that's good. So it's not their strengths that God wants to use in that group. It's mine. Uh, and yeah. as we're growing and as we're doing these things, I believe God puts people in our groups that we are uniquely qualified to lead. Mm. And that's yeah. what we have to understand. It's not my leader's talents that's going to help the people in my group. It's, it's the things that the Lord has blessed me with. Absolutely. No, that's so good. And I think when you're thinking through being the, this a D group leader and leading people don't need a perfect D group leader. They don't need a perfect leader. They don't, they, they've already had that. His name is Jesus. Yeah. Your role. <laughs> and is we're never going to be him. <laughs> right. We're never going to be him. Your thing, your, your job is as an imperfect vessel with weaknesses to go and, and, and point to the guy that is perfect. And I think like, and so I think, you know, that's one of the misconceptions that d discipleship, 
D group leaders um, that it as a disciple maker, that it's like a teacher. That's a misconception. See, a teacher is an expert in a field that says, listen to me, um, I am this authority. We don't claim that. As a disciple maker, we say, man, follow me as I follow Christ. Yeah. I'm pointing to the, the true teacher, to the authority, and just follow me, imitate me as I imitate Christ. And so for us, what it looks like is being one step ahead of somebody in our life and saying, let me help you. I'm here and, and I want to help you grow. And just as I've grown in this discipline, I want to help you do that. And then I still have a ways to go as well. Come with me in this journey. And so two things, I love this. When you think through being a D group leader, two of the things that you must have, two of the most important things is first off, and they're catchy phrases, Mike, and you know, you don't have to be perfect, just perfectable. You know, you don't have to have everything together. You just have to be able to be, man, Lord, I, every part of my life I give to you and you mold me. And so first off, you don't have to be perfect, just perfectable. And then the second, again, it's catchy, Mike. We love our catchy phrases. I, I do love the catchy <laughs> phrases. Uh, the best ability is availability. Yeah. And, and what that is, is man, you're willing and you're humble. That's what a D group leader must have. And then lastly, I would say a misconception is you don't have to do it all by yourself. You can go in pairs. If you're really worried of, man, I'm not, I'm not going to know how to handle this. Or I don't know, find somebody, a fellow D group member and say, Hey, could, could we do this together? But what I would, what, what, what you want to do, what I always ask is make sure each person invites one person. So you don't tag along. So Mike, if we're both D group members, you don't invite everybody. And I just say, I'm jumping in with Mike and I'm a co-leader. Yeah. Let me like, know when you got it done, Vic. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That's right. That's right. Is And so we're, we're stepping in from a disciple to a disciple maker, which means that we need to invite somebody in our life in and we need to invest in them. And so I think those are some of the lies leaders believe some of the misconceptions we have. Um, and so Mike, what, what about when someone isn't ready to lead though? So those are kind of some, hey, here are some lies that people believe uh, that, and, 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 you know, get through this and yes, you can lead a group. But what about when there's valid concerns and it's just not the right time? What, do you, what, what would you say to that person who said, man, I'm just not ready to lead in this season? Yeah, that's a great question because we have to understand that when we get to this point in the discipleship group, there are going, there's potentially going to be people that just simply aren't ready. You know, we want everybody yeah. to launch. We want everybody to do it, but there will be people that just need more time um, or they are not ready to be sent off by themselves. So like what you were just talking about, you know, maybe we try to get them plugged in with one of the other guys in the group and they're going to help them lead the group. Uh, but maybe they're not there yet either because again, we can't force anybody to do this. Uh, we know right. that that's not going to work. So if, if they're not going to lead, uh, what we have to do is be very intentional with that person. And the question that uh, we need to be asking is in this upcoming season, how will you going to be involved in biblical community and making disciples? Because mm. not everybody's called to lead at the same time. And if you're not going to lead, it doesn't mean you just stop. It doesn't mean yeah. you withdraw from community, the life group, the D group, you just stop everything like, Hey, I did this for a season. It was great, but I'm going to go back and do this other thing. Um, they, we need to make sure that we're helping them and coaching them and leading them into staying connected in biblical community, because just because now is not the time doesn't mean six months down the road, isn't going to be. And if they yeah. completely withdraw, then 
know, those those odds of them continuing yeah. on in the process at some point go down exponentially. No, that that's so good. You know, something that I, I like to joke about is, you know, Mike, you're telling me that in Matthew 28, it doesn't say, therefore, go and make D group leaders. Therefore, yes. go and make life group leaders. <laughs> right. You know, and so yeah. I think that's, you know, the big thing is you may maybe right now it's not leading a D group um, or it's not in this form, but we, we can't get away from the command that is to make disciples. Right. You know, it is to be in biblical community. And so I love this question because it really puts it between us and God. And, and it has nothing if if the D group and with adults, it's just not the season. And, you know, how are you going to make disciples? Is it going to be in your family? Is it going to be in another another way? To be honest, as the D group leader, uh, as the D group staff guy, I personally, I don't care I, uh, how how you make disciples. I just want you to make disciples. Right. And so um, I love that question. That's a really good one. So Vic, when you've multiplied your group in the past, what's been some encouragement uh, for the, you know, you've got the guy, he's on the fence. He's like, man, yeah, I feel like I need to do it, but I'm just not sure. You know, what is what are some ways that you've encouraged that person? Um either one way or the other. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I think, you know, as when I'm walking alongside somebody, I'm asking a lot of questions. I'm trying to figure out what's underneath it. What's the big why behind the hesitancy mm -hmm. um, and seeing, is it valid? Is it, uh, is it really just, is it fear or shame or insecurity um, that's being bred by the flesh and Satan? Or is it, um, you know, or is there really something, man, I just don't have the availability or man, my priority needs to be my family. I need to do a D group with my home. I'm trying to figure, figure that out before I don't want to just give an answer and push towards do a D group because it may not be the best. There may be legitimate concerns that we need to address. And so I think, you know, if you're listening to this and you're trying to figure out, am I ready to lead a D group? Uh, what I would say is prayerfully work through the why behind your your hesitation your concern your caution and discern is it valid or not discern is it wisdom and discernment from god or is it fear shame and insecurity from your flesh or satan yeah you know figure out that one if you don't know ask a mentor or a close friend talk it out i'm a verbal processor mike is the recipient of a lot of my babble <laughs> It's, it's helpful for me to say, man, that's what I'm thinking and Matt, uh, Mike to ask me questions. And then if there's not any legitimate concerns, go for it, go for it. Don't worry about doing it. Perfect. Just jump in. And so it's, it's better to just do it than focus on doing it perfectly. You're not. And so that comes back to, you don't have to be perfect, just perfectible. And the best ability is availability. Are you somebody who is willing to walk alongside people and help grow them in their faith? And you're willing to be humble and allow God to use you. And if the answer to those things are positive, I don't think there's a concern. I think you need to jump and go and the Lord's going to honor that. And so as we finish up uh, a few things for you, if you haven't already subscribed to this podcast, especially as you start to, to move towards leading a D group, we want to help. And so we actually have a D group launch kit. And so in the links below, we're going to give you a registration form and we're going to show you our D group starter guide, which helps you get it going. So if now we're through the, the why, the concerns, the, the kind of uh, under the surface reasons why you're hesitant, we're now going to move from, you know, why should you or should you not do a group? We're going to give you the practical tools to help you uh, so that you know how to do a group. 
And, uh, and that's going to be in that starter guy with a launch kit. And so make sure you subscribe um, as you g get your people and your deer ready, make sure you register it. And we'd love to give you that gift. As always, email us at groups at longhollow.com if we can help in any way. Uh, we're so thankful for you, and we look forward to hearing about your group as you step out in faith and make disciples. <laughs> <laughs>